All right, man. Welcome to the Crow Triple Seven live stream. Uh, before we bring Jason in, and Jason brings in a guest who I think he met uh, here at a convention or something not too long ago. I owe everyone on my bad because nothing has happened on Easter, um, which I took the time to make a clip. And this is usually 90% of the time what happens when you take the bait and the way I did. Problem here is that the language from our attorney general was just kind of so shocking it needed to be called out. Um, I've never sent a tweet to any individual in my life. I did that day. I did the following day. And I understand a lot of other people uh, fired off messages his way asking for clarification on that warlike language. Um, so there's all that, and uh, all I can say is I broke my own rule, but I did it for a reason. But there it is. My bad. Uh, welcome, Jason. Well, good afternoon, Crow, and our entire live stream community, which is always growing, and it's so fantastic to see you all here. So uh, my sister came over and made a big Easter dinner. Um, <laughs> it's quite a, quite a thing to see a television shut down a uh, hundreds of years old tradition in the way it did. Uh, preventing people from going to worship. Uh, I guess we could probably count this as maybe the highest holy holiday in Christianity. Heck of a thing to see. Yeah, it's uh, the, the second um, second one, I guess I would say. I think Christmas might be considered the first. What do you think? Well, from my point of view, I think it makes a bigger splash, but from religious or spiritual concerns, I would put Easter at the top of that because Christmas never has been and never will be anything more than materialism gone rampant. Uh, very few people are actually taking the time to celebrate any supposed birth of any kind. Uh, it's mostly about Santa Claus and presents, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And now we've got Easter bunnies and fertility rights, right? Yeah. I don't know. If you take time to go get material and talk about Satan's claws, I think you've gone the other way, <laughs> which is probably the probably the intent there. Um, from my point of view, if if you're going to be on the spiritual path, I would say that Easter matters a lot more. If you want to be in tune with the natural or God's law in, in the way that I'm speaking of it, then that day does have significance, and that's around the, uh, the reset of the sun for the year, um, the solstice. And this year, we are going to have one heck of a solstice because the Great Conjunction will be occurring in Capricorn. And I'm still seeing all kinds of posting about people claiming we're going into the age of Aquarius, and people can accept what they like to. I'm not the arbiter of all things true, but from my point of view, it makes zero sense not to observe the sky we see. And if you observe the sky we see, uh, firstly, the, the Great Conjunction will occur in Capricorn, and secondarily, the sun will be in front of Pisces, as it has been for quite some time and will be for quite some time to come, and I see no compelling, provable reason to do fancy shuffle to move away from the sky clock we see, but there's all that. So are we ready to get our guest in for today? Why don't you get him on in and lead the way? Well, he's a prominent member of uh, what is generally called the Flat Earth community, and he goes by the moniker Flat Earth Fokker, but his name is Mac, and uh, I actually met him. He's a very nice fellow, uh, not too long ago, back in, uh, what would that be, November? But anyway, he's got some interesting things that have gone on because of the beer bug and that whole situation. So, Mac, welcome to Crow Triple Seven Live. Oh, awesome. Hi, Jason. Hi, Crow. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> welcome Pleasure. aboard. All right. Yep. So, why don't you uh, give a little bit of your background, Mac, for anyone who might not be familiar with who you are. Uh, I think you probably do it better than I could. So, it's all you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> 
Ah, uh, well, you know, I'm just your average everyday guy. I think in my mind, like, I think we all think we're average and ordinary. Um, I started uh, having the veils lifted uh, for me slowly over 20 years ago in the late uh, 90s by a, a gentleman that I met. And, you know, I was one of the first, I was one of the few when uh, the buildings went down on 9-11. I was like, that's not right. That's controlled demolitions. And I thought, I definitely knew there was something nefarious going on there. And, you know, over the years, I've had more and more veils lifted and more and more red pills. Um, and as well as trying to live a life and, you know, work and run a business and start a family. Um, but about um, 2015, for some reason, the conspiracy world drew me back in. And I've been nonstop since that. And, at uh, you know, since that time, and you know, Flat Earth and media fakery became prominent. The obvious to me, um, the globe lie story uh, in uh, 2016, I believe, and you know, I, you know, you know, back in back in those days, it was having this information and not being, not having anybody to speak to about it. And I started a YouTube channel of just me talking, and and then from there, I went on to where I would start recording myself trying to give people the red pill or give them some information about, uh, you know, some of the lies of this world. And from there, I, I guess that's just who I am. And I've become um, outspoken, I guess is the right word. Like I, I can see the walls caving in. I can, you know, I can feel in my life how our rights are being stripped away and how life in the 80s when I was growing up and, you know, the fun of the 20s and all the, I mean, the 90s, the freedoms I felt I had are slowly, slowly di diminishing and just the hamster wheel is getting sm smaller and spinning faster. And I just kind of feel the, for me, like uh, I have I, something inside of me feels like I need to talk about it and take some action as much as I can. So, well, here, here's the thing. You're clearly getting recognized because I've been overwhelmed uh, with the amount of content we're putting up, the strain on the server, the traffic, the emails just has me nose to the grindstone. So Jason was setting all this up. He told me he'd met you. He tells me a lot of things a lot of times because I have trouble keeping up at this point. There's so many things going on. But promptly this morning, I woke up to a slew of emails informing me that you were a Hollywood shill. Uh, <laughs> they, it was all over my YouTube. It was all over two of my inboxes, one from the website. Other people had somehow deduced my private email. So I do what I always do when I see some diaper-wearing, brilliant individual doing such things. I blocked the email from delivery and deleted them all. Um, this is uh, clearly, you're getting noticed when that starts to happen, but go ahead, Jason. Right, you must be having some sort of impact or else they wouldn't be uh, having a shit fit to be blunt about it. But yeah, <clears throat> we're seeing these kinds of things happen a lot, especially if you make a specific claim about a specific thing. For instance, um, Dr. Kaufman is definitely getting a lot of attention, mostly positive, a little negative, but that's what happens when you speak out, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I've, you know, I guess um, I've kind of just been known in the flat earth uh, community, mainly the last three years, and with this whole nonsense of the be the beer bug, um, I decided, uh, you know, with the help of you guys, as well as all the shows you did on, uh, you know, on, on viruses and that, um, I became outspoken, 
and decided to go to the hospitals and film things. And I guess people started getting triggered by that as well. I shared some of this on Facebook because like I said, I can feel the walls just coming in. And I, and I, I always kept kind of Facebook separate from my person, my YouTube moniker flat earth walker because i've got family and you know all these acquaintance acquaintances work business mm-hmm. other hobbies so you know i would post if you know share some flat earth uh, links uh, or truth links in facebook but i kept the two separate but i guess somebody realized that what my real name was i like i don't i never ever gave my last name out on uh, youtube or what i did for a living but uh, somebody put the two together and um, with a, also with an email I sent out to students at um, my yoga, through my yoga studio, um, as we started losing business, uh, it started slowing down. I sent out an email saying, you know, get, build up your immune system. Um, you know, the heat the viruses can't survive in the heat is basically what I said. Um, and if you build your immune system, you'll stop yourself from being sick. And I said... You know, we've, we're reducing our classes right now with all the, until the worldwide nonsense subsides. Now, I guess that's a strong worded email to be sending out as, as a business owner to your students. But people that know me, know me, you know, the people that come around the studio, they, they know who I am and how I speak and how blunt I am. Well, I guess I got a lot of people triggered and I received a lot of hate after sending out that email, which is now about a month ago. Uh, people were, I got death threats, such hate, um, every name in the book from people I've never met. Um, and I guess it made the way to city hall and people were pressuring It made people were sending this email to the media and I had the bylaw come in and say, we're just making sure you're social distancing because we're getting a lot of complaints about you. I showed him my studio. I have it on recorded. I, I recorded the conversation. The bylaw officer left saying, yeah, you know, I'll be back for your next class to make sure you guys are social distancing, but you, you can operate. Well, two hours later, um, I get a call saying the, uh, the bylaw officers are back with some paperwork. I had a gut feeling they're going to shut me down. I drove back. I was actually helping somebody uh, do some work at that time. I drove back and I got a letter from, uh, I guess, the supervising uh, bylaw officer had come down with the original officer. They handed me some paperwork saying that um, my business license has been suspended by order of the mayor and Delta Council uh, uh, under state of emergency legislation. That's all the letter said. Um, I tried to probe... uh, the, the, the supervisor on what I did wrong. I said, this guy just left two hours ago saying everything's okay and we're going to social distance. I showed him the facilities again. You know, I said, every we can have 15 people here with 15 feet of separation. It, it, but they wouldn't answer my question because they're just order followers delivering the news. Um, I got my business license suspended and then I made five of the local media, TV stations, newspaper the radio news station, pretty much saying the same words, Delta uh, Yoga Studio owner or uh, Delta Studio has business license revoked, suspended over false claims about COVID-19. So I received a lot of, uh, sorry, I'll just finish off here. I received a lot of hate mail and uh, for about five days, it seemed like every time the phone rang and the emails came, it was like a punch in the gut, punch in the gut. 
that subsided and then I decided now I'm, I'm not able to operate. I have some more free time. I start going to drive by hospitals and before they lock the hospitals down, I managed to get inside a hospital without breaking any laws or doing anything illegal or criminal and walked around the hospitals filming. Well, now this <laughs> got people triggered as well. And I went to, uh, I went to a testing site uh, as well, which was completely empty. I drove through there just asking about the test and I, and I drove off. I attempted to get testing actually at a, at a few of the hospitals and care centers. And they were basically telling me to go home. Um, some of the nurses were really triggered. Some of them were very pleasant, like it's a joke. And we're like, here, take this Tylenol and you'll be fine. You're young and healthy. Just go home if you have the symptoms and, you know, just stay to yourself and you'll get over it. Um, I guess this got people triggered and it made uh, somebody sent it to the local TV station here. Uh, and uh, they they were attempting to contact me and uh, they were going to run with the story based on some YouTube clips and Facebook posts. And they were wondering if I was uh, willing to speak with them. So I recorded the interview. I think I, I did a pretty good job. People that heard the interview think I did a really good job. But the reporter had no intention of listening to anything I said. She was based, it was obvious she's pushing an agenda, was really brainwashed or pushing an agenda, basically that I'm in the wrong and I'm harming people and I shouldn't be going to hospitals and testing sites uh, and I'm harassing people. And a big hit piece came on me where they talked to the Solicitor General, which is basically, it's nothing to do with uh, really law, but... I, I Googled it. It's someone that's uh, responsible for the health and safety of the people. He basically called me a narcissistic uh, idiot, amongst uh, other words. Uh, and again, I started receiving a lot of hate mails and phone calls. Um, and I think that's where we are right now. I think Jason's heard about that. And uh, that's what we're here to talk about and whatever else. Yeah, it's like living, you know, light, night of the living dead. <laughs> um, it, it's it's unreal out there. I'd been stuck um, almost since the outset of this thing, keeping an eye on the server, dealing with just crazy traffic um, because everybody's home now. And uh, I finally went the other morning with my wife to a local smaller grocery store. It was like zombie land in there. Uh, there were over 100 people, I would estimate, in the whole place. I'd say about 10 of us didn't have masks. And at one point, I saw a lady coming down the aisle. I was the only other person on the aisle, and she stopped dead in her tracks. So I looked at her in the eye, and I said, excuse me, ma'am, would you like me to get off this aisle so you can safely pass? And then she looked away, broke eye contact, and said, no, that won't be necessary. Um, <laughs> it was bizarre. On a level of bizarre, I can't imagine how easy it was to convince the world that human beings are toxic to each other. But let me tell you something, Mac. Um, sanity typically comes back to itself at some point. I don't know how long we have to wait for sanity to start to come back. But you may come out looking better on top of this because the truth of it is one individual acting like an adult is going to catch a lot of heat. If there were thousands of individuals acting like an adult, it wouldn't be that way. But on the tail of this, people are going to look back in embarrassment because while they hid and cowered in fear from a thing that has no existence in reality, the entire world has been shuffled around underneath their view. But anyhow. 
well, people should be embarrassed. Uh, let me take a moment to say thank you to all the awesome people. Uh, Learn to Fly, thank you for the $2. Great Pink Floyd song there. Jason Gay, thank you for the $20. Uh, Reperception Podcast for $5, thank you. Thanks for the continued efforts to Jason and Crow and the crowds you draw. Haha, uh-huh, thank you. Uh, Kevin, 777, thanks Crow, Rose, and Jason. And Rachel, New York Truth, $20 for Lindsay Rose, a beer on her. So thank you to everybody. So anyway, I totally agree with you as far as people should be embarrassed by the way they're behaving. I, I, I'm always watching things from a sociological point of view, and, I, and I'm not afraid of this whatever's going on. So I go out all the time. Uh, usually Rose and myself go out pretty much every day. Who cares? And um, we just kind of take a look around. And the big things I'm noticing, there's kind of two sets of mindsets going on right now. The people who are in stores seem a lot more paranoid than people who just want to be outside. I'm always going down by the lake uh, where everybody is free to walk dogs and all that kind of stuff. And other than the increased police presence, but they're just kind of sitting there looking bored. They're not, the people at the lake, they're not wearing masks. They're not crazy gloved up and all that crap. It's it's people in the grocery stores and things like that. So I, I think there's an important yeah, I think there's an important thing for us to mention. It's one thing to sit here and talk as adults as we do, but I think it's critically important that nobody gets the wrong idea here. It's not cool to make people fall further into fear. And if you know you're looking at someone who's living in fear and you contribute to that, then that's that's on you. And there ain't no way from getting out from under. You You understand as an adult. And so... Even if you have to go out of your way, like I was prepared to do on that aisle, because I literally would have backed out the aisle and let her pass, um, it, it's you've got to realize. It's one thing to recognize what's going on. It's another thing to feed the beast. And right now, the beast is primarily fear, as far as I can tell. But the thing that struck me more than anything, listening to Mac's story, how the crowd shouts you down wasn't so easy back in the 70s to use the crowd mentality to shout someone down as it has become now. Um, Look how few people are standing up and doing anything. Um, But my point would be, does everyone now understand that every zombie movie, every Night of the Living Dead movie you ever saw, do you understand who the zombies are now? We're all being poked in the eye, of course, but it shouldn't escape your notice what was being portrayed there. How easily cowed uh, massive numbers of human beings can be with basically zero evidence, just fear. Well, The Walking Dead is on season something like one billion and one at this point, so you know they just got to keep the whole thing going and going, don't they? I've never it's seen it. it. Yeah, you know, it's I I'm getting a lot of flack from my family as well, and uh, people are saying, you know, why don't you just lay low? Why don't you stay quiet? Why do you have to get yourself on TV? And this. This type of thinking just doesn't resonate with me. I'm like, I'm, I'll, I'll keep speaking the truth to the people that I love and that are around me and in hopes that they can see past living in fear. And like you said, Jason, I, you know, you go to the parks, people are side by side, inches away from each other, walking with each other, no masks. I mean, the, wa- uh, the park a couple of days ago was pretty busy around six o'clock in the evening. A lot of people going for an evening walk. But, um, you know, when you get into the materialistic, uh, th- that aspect of it where people are shopping, yeah, they're freaking out. <laughs> and you know, the one thing that's, that's beyond everything here is how easily people, like in a, in a small state where I am, you can see that the death counts being algorithmed out 
You know, it's why California has the big one because they got the biggest population. But here, there's, I don't pay attention to the news last time. I think they were claiming 50 deaths. So let me get this straight. You're claiming 50 people died and you basically stopped economies, paychecks, I mean, basically everything. Um, how is it that a human mind can be so scared as to not see what's there right in front of you? Um, you would imagine that if the world was going to come to a screeching halt in the way that it has, that you would see bodies piling up everywhere. Wouldn't, wouldn't you imagine it would have to be something like that to see such a severe overreach? Um, but that's really the most baffling of all is that the fear seems to have transcended common sense to a level where it really wouldn't matter. Uh, they could wake up every morning and say zero people died today. And I think we'd still see people acting like zombies. Well, exactly. I just wanted to know where this pandemic was and show other people that, you know, the media keep using these buzzwords and the politicians keep using this word pandemic, pandemic. I had the news on for about five minutes and every 15 seconds they flashed pandemic on the screen it was, it was just absolutely sickening i had to walk away and i just you know that's what we're trying to do here by having this conversation is get people to realize if we're being told there's the pandemic people should be falling down all over the street everybody uh but nobody knows anybody ask yourself who do you know with covid who do you know that's died we should all know someone because we all know someone that's died of cancer Depression. I know several people that died of suicide, drug overdoses, and yet are not putting two and two together to, to see that the, this is not evidence of any pandemic. Let me take a moment to say thank you to Truth Hurts for $20. Says you are amazing. Thank you. So are you. Layers Onion for the £2.99. Fist bump. Absolutely. And uh, wake the sheeple for $5. Keep up the great work and keep awakening the sheeple. You got it. That is what we do here. And uh, we're, we're not stopping anytime soon. I think we've got uh, three or four shows booked for this week. Right, Crow? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to back off and quit being at a dead run all the time. And Jason and I talked. We're going to continue to deliver two full shows a week, Saturdays and Thursdays. Of course, we're going to do the other one on the day of Saturn. How could you resist um, in light of what's going on around us? And then we'll be doing the live show on Sundays. Um, oh, there was something I wanted to add, but it skipped my mind. So maybe uh, you better We should probably take a moment to address the homeless thing that we had brought up on, uh, on the Secret right. Saturn live stream from Wednesday. I did make uh, so, some investigations as best as I could. And what I found out here... As far be careful! As, be careful how you say what you're going to say, just in case you forgot. Oh no, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, right. What I have been seeing from several sources, in fact, uh, as well as just me going around places, is that uh, a couple of different hotels had taken it upon themselves to move uh, s small groups of homeless folks around, giving them a place, and they've been shuffled a few times. So that's what I found out there. But apparently, there are still areas where they're grouped together. It's just they've moved. A little bit so that kind of explains my area but a lot of folks did indeed write in and say that uh, they're seeing varying degrees of f homeless folks yes we're still seeing no we're not seeing as much plus the same thing some folks are saying yes we heard that this place is putting them up and that kind of thing uh, truth well, seeker thank you for the 499 thanks for standing up for the truth and we always will KH, thank you for the 9.99. Thank you guys and Rose for all you do. Hoaxbuster has an excellent new video up. Yes, he does. That's the next thing I'm gonna do. 
Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is we were aware before the fact where we mentioned where the homeless came up, um, that hospital beds were going into convention centers. We were already keeping an eye. Uh, I understand that there are some of the bigger cities that have big convention centers. It's claimed the homeless are being housed there. We also have correlations, believe it or not, that where they've been kept has downgraded from like good hotels to medium hotels to not so great hotels to maybe kind of halfway house situations. Right. And that seems to match the 5G installation map, uh, by the way. Um, and you'll notice in the last episode image, uh, I, basically anything that has to do with frequency is getting nailed uh, when I post it. So that's why I did the, the play on words in the last episode image. But um, I think that's all we have on the homeless, right? Yeah, uh, that's the best we've been able to find out in a couple of days. If we get any more information, uh, we will absolutely forward that on to everybody. But uh, how about you, Mac? What are you seeing where you're at there in Canada? Um, I haven't noticed as much uh, talk about some of the things that you guys are experiencing down in the U.S. Um, I haven't been able to drive around to the streets. I heard they did board up uh, downtown area where all the all the good shops are. Somebody made a video and posted it online. Um, I haven't uh, been to the areas where the homeless people would be in Vancouver. I'd like to drive by there and see how they're making out if the streets are a little bit uh, softer, maybe is the right word. But I know in the summertime, I was driving taxi part-time. Uh, our homeless situation was really, really bad, and it was spreading several city blocks <laughs> with the amount of tents and just people on the street. So um, I don't really have much to add to that as what's going on here. Well, as, as we all know, for the people who have paid a little bit of attention, uh, the complete underpinnings of what we used to call government has been shuffled around in all this. Um, to what degree, I don't think we have a measure in history to even begin to understand um, to what degree. But we should probably take a minute to mention Hoaxbuster. Um, when I first became more a Hoaxbuster, I was so impressed by some of the things he did to this day, one of the most important clips I've ever seen on YouTube was this Marie Curie clip. And the reason for that is that it just said the right words at exactly the right moment. And a hundred thousand and one things clicked into place the moment I saw that. I mean, for days, for weeks, for months afterwards, the lines were clicking together because of the Marie Curie clip. I'd been on alchemy. I'd been on mercury. I'd been going down these roads. And that was the clip that bridged it. And here's the thing about Hoaxbuster. I reached out to him, by the way. He has the most kick-ass Scottish brogue you've ever heard in your life. Problem is, have you seen train spotting? Multiply that by <laughs> 10. Um, so, unfortunately, um, he can't come on to such a Western audience because so few would be able to catch on. I'm very good at accents. It took me 10 minutes to dial in. Um, but here's the thing about Hoaxbuster. Yeah, don't he say laddie. <laughs> yeah, he, he does not miss the thing. And so when you guys go to look at the latest Hoaxbuster clip, it does not disappoint. It doesn't tell you, per se, things you weren't already aware of. But what it does do is pull your wandering brain back to common sense. If I was going to look at what he just presented, I would say he watched one of the biggest stars in Hollywood come out and announce nonsense. And that was all it took. From that point forward, he took the Hanks and walked him backwards. 
and then he tied it to all the things. I've posted every single thing he's done. Um, and it's not necessarily all the time that people aren't aware that 33 stands in for the sun, that 88 is Mercury. Um, people have known these things for a long time, but in the way he keeps it strictly lassoed to common sense, foundationally stationary on the ground, and he weaves it back through, there's really no question or doubt in your mind uh, when you realize what he's delivered for you. And here's the thing. It's not that hard to think in that way, but you've got to try to do it. So it's for me, more than anything, the clips he puts out are a lesson in how to keep your mind anchored in common sense and to find that point. In this case, that point was Tom Hanks. And there that's all he needed. <laughs> if you would have saw nothing else, we still would have got, you know, these blockbuster clips that leave you just no doubt in your mind by the time you see them. I mean, what'd you add, Jason? Yeah, well, that man doesn't miss much, does he, as we always say. Uh, no. By the way, here's an interesting point before I forget to mention it. Thanks, Brian Irwin, for the $5. I wouldn't doubt that Crow's tweet to the SG, the Surgeon General, changed their course. I bet they were hoping for silence from the people so they couldn't, so they could use it as consent. Here's the thing about that. In the same way I knowingly took the bait, understanding there was a likely chance that I wouldn't even be close, um, to, to make that claim after the fact, there's no way to prove it. Um, I mentioned that I saw the ATT commercial, um, anything big from the big car companies. When you see things in those, you know you're seeing underground communication to eyes that can see. Even in Rick and Morty, they do it. They do it all over the place. They used to do it in Big Bang a lot. Um, the one Rick and Morty that comes to mind is the vampire one, where at the end of the thing, the head vampire says, what? His name was Coach Faratu. Are we doing a bit here? You guys need to knock it off with the name game. <laughs> They're directing people who understand. Everyone's laughing. It's just that some of us are laughing harder because yeah. we understand that a directive has just been given to knock it off with the, you know, the guy cutting the dead kids that are imaginary. His name's Carver, you see. Um, they're, they're being told to knock it off with the onology. The, the, the name game, but you see, they can't. That's the, that's the funny part of it because it's name magic. Anyone who could get a hold of old um, downer texts or other things, you will see that it's a form of magic that they are implying and, and, and shaping up when they do these things. But where did I start there, Jason? I wanted to, oh, the, uh, the Surgeon General. I did hear a lot of people called him out on that language, and I didn't get a response. And it would be nice to think that maybe that does back someone off from a plan, but the point is is we'll never prove it in a million years. So while it's a, a nice sentiment, um, it's just as bad as my guess on Sunday. And by the way, tomorrow's 444. We could guess on that all day long, couldn't we? <laughs> well, you know, somebody did ask me, well, a couple people have actually asked me about trying to predict what's going on. I'm like, well, I don't like making predictions, but honestly, the way I've been seeing the news articles, because since this nonsense started, I've actually started following a little bit of mainstream news again just to see what I can pick up on. And the past few days, I'd swear that they're actually trying to back off a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that's I that true. Sense. You noticed that I, as well? I, I felt, yeah, but you see, that's also the problem with this. It's also the Tavistock playbook is to keep people off balance, severe, not so severe, great times, horrible times, more horrible times, bad times, decent times. Seems like it's going to be better times. Nope. Sorry. It's terrible times. Okay. Now it's good times. These are the, this is a method that was proven uh, to psychological scientific effect 
to make people malleable because what finally happens is the human mind gives up and they just quit trying and they go into fantasy. Everyone goes into comic books and movies and crap that doesn't matter um, because it's like sucking your thumb. You've been so beat down and you just want some normalcy and something that makes sense, but you're denied it. And and these are the plans. But I'm with you all day long, Jason. The the two days after I reached out to the attorney general, who can barely speak, <laughs> um, by the way, I'd love to get in a debate with that man, um, I'll tell you. But uh, I saw the AT&T commercial. And for a reference, there are certain organizations which are so big or owned at such a, a vast level that not only are they in, they're into the directive, AT&T or any major carrier, any major car company, some more than others, the major programs that get the highest ratings, these will, if you pay attention, will be where the directives. In the AT&T commercial, what tipped me off was the quick cuts. Whenever you see a three-second cut, um, what you're looking at is a cut that has not given the human mind enough time to absorb and decide but your subconscious picks it up. doesn't matter. Your subconscious will pick it up in a second. And I saw the, the, the white CC33 on the top of the building and about a second across a newsstand. So I instantly knew. I've done this for so long, I just instantly knew. It was there long enough that I could read the, the day Sunday without backing it up. But for people with eyes to see, um, you can start to see the communications. Um, and the more you look, the better you get at it, and it's like the name game. I don't care if the head vampire in charge, Lord Bufu, blood-sucking, whoever in the hell, gets up there and says, quit being so blatant on the name game. Um, <laughs> they may not make it so obvious, but they will never stop the name game. As we, Giancarlo popped in to tell us what Fauci means. That's the jaws of the wolf or the lion, the predator's jaws. They can't stop playing the name game because their spell relies on the magic that they're spinning. And it's not just the names of human beings. It's also the place, the location, the name of the location, the latitude and longitude of the location as Hoaxbuster. Of course, the man who never misses anything will show that the fake bomb was dropped on the 33rd parallel right there. Same with JFK. But anyhow, we've got Mac here and I should shut up and let you... We do some stuff. Absolutely. We'll get him in here. Uh, let me give out a, a quick uh, message here, though. We are supposed to get a huge thunderstorm, and I just heard the first blast of thunder. So don't panic on the off chance my power goes out. It happens fairly frequently in the, the area where I live. So if everything happens to cut, it is what it is. It was just the storm. Uh, we only got 24 minutes left, though, so hopefully we'll get through it. But I just want to put that out there for everybody since I know it's coming. But uh, Mac, by all means, jump in here. Uh, I know we threw a lot of stuff out here. What, what would you like to say? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, Crow's right where people have just kind of shut off. They don't they're turning their brain and their courage off because it's just so much easier to kind of stay in this ignorant, happy place, optimistic place that, you know, what's going on is temporary. They don't want to ask questions. Um, they just want to believe that it's temporary. It's for a couple of months, everything's going to be okay. Um, so yeah, people are shut off. I myself personally from day to day, from morning till afternoon, I'll be really optimistic to, uh, a lot of certainty about where this is, you know, how far they're going to take this because I think it caught us all by surprise. 
we thought it was just going to be another Zika or, you know, Ebola kind of thing where it would last a couple of months, the fear and things would get back to normal. But it's getting really real here, um, you know, being off work and not having money that um, I'm not sure I can just sit back. Like, like I said, sometimes I'm really optimistic. This is a time from God for, you know, a break for me to kind of reflect. And it's going to separate, it's, it's the divide, the separation with, for those that will wake up and those that will never wake up. And at the same time, we see them now talking in the media where they want to take this for several more months, the end of the summer, maybe into next year, um, coming into our homes to uh, take our family members out in involuntary isolation. So it's all a little bit confusing, and it's uh, I'm not I don't I, I wouldn't say I'm in fear, but I do have uh, moments of anxiety, just trying to trying to figure out where we're going, and I I I don't want to I you know with the moments when I am optimistic, I kind of think that well maybe I should be realistic a little bit as well because this has gone further than it ever has before. So I don't know what your thoughts on that is. Well, they're definitely taking things further than uh, they ever have before. I I would say minimally, this is a, hey, let's kick that Overton window as far as we can and see how much the people actually go for before we start reeling it back a little bit. And hopefully, like we were just saying, they are pulling it back somewhat. My my, my big concern is if they go on too long, you're going to have a lot of pretty upset people. A lot of folks just don't have the money to not have an income and live off of whatever they've got for too long. That's it's just not going to happen. So part of the plan, part of the plan, right? Part of the plan, is right? Is this a socialist I mean, it, agenda? Uh, I, I hope not, but I'm well, I suspect that, yeah, the level of pain they're going to inflict at some point, this does have to come to some sort of a conclusion. I think most people would logically work out. They can't just come on a week from now. So guess what? It's all over guys. Um, something else has to go on. Um, Jason and I have reason to suspect there's another shoe going to drop here. Um, we will see. When you start to see the commercial informing everyone that it's going to be quiet on Sunday, that further implies there's going to be a day when it's not quiet. Um, and when you see the Surgeon General talking like a jackass and the way he did, having the nuggets to conflate 9-11 and Pearl Harbor with some supposed illness, it's it's beyond the pale. But what I suspect will happen is money. They're printing money as if it went out of style 10 years ago. And so I think what's probably going to happen is they're going to try to buy everybody off on the back end of this. And uh, just to be clear, uh, nothing's free in this world. Um, I wish I could say more about some of the things that I've seen uh, with regard to money, but I I can't. Um, With the vaccinations as well, I think there's a Mm. lot of talk about these vaccination vaccinations coming and Trump's talking about it. Bill Gates is going full force. I don't <laughs> think they can make us go in and take the in- injection. No, they can't. They can't. Let's get that right on the record. You're, you're a human being with the divine spark. No one can force you to put something in your body you don't want. Unless they pin what? you down. And then they're what? violating your universal rights. See, the fear the fear I have or the uncertainty is, okay, well, if you want to get on an airplane, if you want to travel, if you want to cross borders, then you need your papers. So it's it's not a forced thing where they sit us in a chair and say, you have to take this, but it's kind of a roundabout way to get everybody vaccinated if you want to hold on to your rights. Because, hey, you now, can't shop at this grocery store to well, buy here- dinner. Here's the whole thing about the Constitution, Mac. You see, this is why I keep bringing this up. That document 
would preempt any of this stuff. Um, that you have a right to, to free to free movement. That's what's being messed with here. So at some people, at some point, if people wake up and are tired of the coming police state, uh, there is a constitution, and there was never any authority to do away with it. And I think it appears right now that they're going to try to hide the fact that the government we had is not the government structure we we have now. Uh, people have noticed that the president's got up and spoken without a presidential seal. There have been other occasions, apparently. He's always got the Admiralty Law war flag there, but it's a big deal. you got to notice these things. Um, the question will become, three months from now, does anyone who's brain damaged not understand that we just got a new system that we live in, or will they be hiding it um, still? And these are crucial points, because there is no excuse you can make. I don't care if people actually died hundred on every block and bodies were stacking to heaven, that is still not permission to change the form of governments that we were all supposed to have here. Um, so I'm just pointing out the constitution doesn't allow for these kind of dirty underhanded tricks where you can't travel if you don't do this thing you don't want to do. Just pointing it out. Well, I think, of course, we have those rights. What I'm encountering a lot of people when I brought up the Canadian Charter, we, that's our constitution, it seems that uh, a lot of people are saying, well, your rights end when you infringe on my rights uh, of safety. So people uh, are willingly giving up some of their liberties. That, that's not true either, though. See, that's a false dichotomy. That's the fear well, dichotomy. Yeah. That, that argument can't stand. They can say it, they can believe it, but it's actually not true. If that is true, then the paper that any of these things is written on was wasted paper. Oh, I agree it's not true. I'm just saying the, the mindset of the people is there to accept this. So I hope it doesn't get to that point and uh, more of us that wake up and stand up to these constitutional or charter infringements, uh, then we can make some headway along those lines. But we might just—I uh, I, don't. Sorry, I don't mean to be pushing some fear. It's just thoughts that are going through my head from, you know, what I encounter and all my interactions with people. I, I'm on you 100 percent. That like they can't do this. There has to come to a point where enough of us wake up and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not going to stand for this. We have right. a right to travel and move and take our families on holidays or visit." people uh you know across this border and i have a right to buy dinner for 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 my family and grocery and i i i think we're on that direction here having these conversations i i just feel like it needs to go at a little bit faster pace because they're they're amping things up they've amped things up quite a bit and um you know those of us that can see also need to amp things up on our end and talk uh talk more openly and freely and proudly well, you can see, even if you watch chat rooms, you know, what people think, uh, you know, go ahead, start a revolution, see where you end up in two or three weeks. You have no idea the level of technology that would be brought to bear. Um, not only that, it would give them excuse to permanently put in a martial law. So really the point does come when enough people stand up and say, no, that's really the only way. Um, anything short of that, it's going to be difficult. But all things see their shelf life, don't they? So even if everything comes out of this upside down, it will see its shelf life. But as I've said before, who the hell wants to go another generation or two, you know, in the middle of a suck fest? 
But a lot of people like to talk smack and act like, oh, we're going to stand up, we're going to rise, we're going to do all these things. I got news for you. These things have already been done before. And it, it cracks me up when people make snide comments about the Constitution who've probably never read it and understand that it's based on a higher law. It's based for living men and women. And there was never any legitimate reason given to step away from it, which means that's a violation, which means if enough people just said, hey, hell no, there would be a problem. But really, does anyone really think that some kind of revolution or something? I mean, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous at best. I, I'm still waiting to see the other options come to the table. Like right now, when I wake up in the morning, I keep getting all these emails. Oh, there's going to be a march on every city hall from a person that I've never seen anywhere. <laughs> Have you guys been seeing these yeah. these emails that there's a march on every city hall at some point in time? Oh, it's supposed to be happening today, 2 to 5 p.m. I saw somebody commenting about the whole uh, Storm Area 51 thing, and they're like, well, so why don't we go after the government buildings? I'm like, well, you just announced that intention, so that's dumb. I, it's beyond dumb, and that's the other problem with what's going on here. Everybody thinks they can talk online. I got news for you that the Facebooks and all the things that were put for you to communicate, you don't think they were made with this in mind. If you are that dim-witted, then go ahead, announce your life on Facebook. Um, those things were created just so they would have real-time feedback. Right, right now, if what the attorney general or the surgeon general said, it could well have been planned. And as they watch the real-time feedback on social media, they just switch the plan. They have real-time access to what everybody's thinking because everybody thinks that Facebook is for them. And they quit understanding that the only reason any of this stuff was taken over by the biggest companies in the world was to control communication in real time at this point. And by the way, everything China's got was developed here. General and said, if you don't think that's running under the wire, then you're again confused. They just can't quite do it in the open yet because we're not far enough away from our dreams of freedom, our silly dreams of freedom. Um, people have no idea the amount of technology that could be brought to bear at this point. And it, it, could, it could it could go that way. If people don't grow up and stand up, it probably will go that way. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Physically, they, you know, the weapons that they have, a uh, physical revolution will get us nowhere. But it's just a revolution of words and thought and ideas that needs to happen. For a revolution to even happen, you have to have communication. And since you don't own the communication platform, they could pull it out from under you any time. Not to mention your communication wouldn't do anything for you. It would just announce your intent. It's a bit one-sided at this point to think of things in that way, which is why you have to deduce what's already in existence, what's free of all these systems that we have zero control over. There's not that many things you're going to be able to come up with. I am a little behind on these super chats, and I am sorry about that, guys. I know a couple people had sent. I can't figure out how to get way back up. Is that not possible? Because I wanted to go uh, back and, and talk about these. But uh, the newest one that just came in for £4.99 from Frozen Rotter. Thank you so much. Yes, Trump no longer in charge in a coming ritual, I fear, which I'm sure isn't breaking news. FEMA and talk of Operation Bluebeam. Hopefully no United Nations. Let me see if I can get back up because I saw them all and I thank you. I tried. I couldn't do it. It's cut off. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I guess I got something new I got to learn here. But uh, I'll go ahead and carry on, guys. I'm going to figure this out. I think I cut you off there, uh, Mac. Uh, no problem, no problem. Uh, yeah, they've got control of the Facebooks. They're monitoring what we're saying, what we're doing, what we're typing. Um, 
my point is, you know, that, that you are right. That's going to be take that could be taken away and probably will be taken away from us because we don't control or own those technologies and platforms. So it's got to be a one-on-one thing, uh, you know, with if, almost every interaction that we meet. You know, we just plant the seed in, in in a way that you know lets people hopefully go along, and somebody else will water the seed, and these ideas will come to fruition in their mind. It's yeah, it's just going to take a lot of people getting back to common sense and this is why religion matters in this part of the world. You can say what you want about religion, but what you will find is the spiritual ideas of people are usually the last thing that's let go of. They will fight tooth and claw to hold on to what they spiritually think is correct. Um the idea of the constitution people like to make fun of it. Go ahead, show me something else that exists. You can't build a damn thing right now. You don't own the information systems, and everything you say is just a real-time update. It's all it's what it is. As a matter of fact, in case you haven't figured it out, well, I don't even remember the episode, Jason, when we first started to cover the AI as it was rolled out in China. And at the time, it was Rong Cheng already had the social stats for people right. um, completely controlled by their cell phone. It was already coming back to the West into Darwin, Australia. But what all the bright lights out there that like to talk crap about things they don't understand is that the AI is so further advanced than you can recognize in any public systems, even the wrong chen systems. And it's a bit like magic, but it's just really quick math with a lot of data. In other words, you could get similar impressive looking magic from just averaging huge numbers of data to come up with an average which will be 99% correct. It's just a lot more sophisticated than that. But if you don't understand where this is heading, not far from now unless something changes in our favor, every single keystroke you do online will be predicated on you showed your internet license. You won't put a keystroke an email, a transaction, a money withdrawal, nothing without your little ID saying this person's doing this now. That's where this goes. You want to you want kind of a warped version of it? Go back to what was that movie Cloud Atlas. Hmm. Where and, and what about Looper? Where they're all showing you you want to go somewhere go to China. It's China's time now. But go look at the all-inclusive beyond 1984 technology that's being portrayed there. We did enough to understand uh, where the AI was that was created in Silicon Valley, ported over to communist China because they're communist and they can implement it at the snap of a finger and they're perfecting it there to the point where they can even identify Asian faces, which are very similar. And we told the tale of how that was done. But anyhow, man. Well, the one thing I have been saying uh, to pretty much everybody is that if nothing else, this whole thing is nothing but a giant data dump for all of the supercomputers and whatever is really going on there with the artificial intelligences. They're they're learning how much that things can go in all these different directions so that they can predict things differently for the next time. So Because hopefully this isn't it. Hopefully there will be a next time and we'll have time to, to change things before it's, uh, well, I don't even know what to call it, before, before it gets to wherever they're trying to take us. Well, they're showing like on uh, the, these weird offbeat shows, like what, what's the dude with the makeup who plays the old B-movie horror films? Um, Spangoolie. 
These are the places, those old B-movies, uh, the ones that are held up, there's just a lot being said in those movies. Um, and they're actually reworking all those movies so they look like they were shot in HD. Like you saw it a few years ago and it was blurry. Now you see it crystal clear. Everything's been cleaned up. Well, why is that? These are important ideas. And uh, one of the ones that they were just playing, because I keep an eye on the titles so that I can look them up, was um, the, the more intelligence we're, we're taking control of things with the big foreheads because they're smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and a plan D. And they literally showed them saying, okay, plan nope, plan A is out the window. Go to plan B. Okay, we're on plan B. Um, you have no idea what technology and data mining at the level that is now possible. They could have plan Z. They could have plan triple Z. Um, that's kind of what the technology allows and what's more than any of it is it's real time now it can be collected and, and collated in real time behold a pale horse bear thanks for the super chat again i know you were one of the people i couldn't get back to see so uh right, if there's anything all. else you want to talk talk to us about by all means hit us up but uh i work at a supermarket in new york they want to make wearing a mask and taking your temperature before your shift mandatory if they send me home for non-compliance do you think i have any recourse that would be a Cal Washington question or a some Jason and I cover a lot of things, but we're not we can't give you the best advice you could get. You know who the people are we've been talking with. That's as far as I know the best advice you can get and we're just not qualified to give you the best. My only thought on it is because you're working for hire, you're not under a like it's not a mandatory thing by the government saying that that they're making you do something. It's it's at will is is what I've generally heard that called that you're you're hired at will and it's your will to be there and if these are the things they want to enforce it's kind of like places that would never hire me because I have long hair and they'd say I have to cut it and I'd say no and then well you can't work here then it's well, kind of sort of like that but you're talking about something a little little more serious than than just a hairstyle now you, now you know why they were breaking the unions here in the United States a lot of the supermarkets have unions this is why they've been breaking units. And um, making the right wing of the country hate the idea of unionization. This is exactly why. Because when they go into workplaces now and start to implement this draconian nonsense, most of them will no longer have a union, which is a pre-made group of people who agree to what's best for them as a whole, the workers. Um, These things were demonized very successfully. Uh, mostly on the political right of this country. Uh, the only unions that really stand at this point that matter for the most part are teachers' unions. They pretty much decimated the fire union at this point um, because the new people have a different deal and a different retirement. They have least affected the police unions, but that's not true of everywhere. Um, even places that used to be the mighty be-all and end truckers' union, um, that's why they were dismantling these things. Everything you've seen in my lifetime since the 60s was culminating in this minute. As a matter of fact, if you go back to every episode that's ever been done on Crow 777 Radio, there will be very, very few that aren't relating to directly to what's just happened, if you think about it, Jason. Ted, thank you for the $5. He says, the controllers have plan A through Z for plan A through Z. You know, I don't doubt it. And I think, like I said, they're they're refining this stuff all the time because they've never done anything like this. Nothing has been done on a scale of this since AI computers and supercomputers and algorithms and all that crap came around. I mean, you got to think back. When was the last time we had a major, major upheaval that was hitting? I don't even know if you could say everywhere. I'm thinking 
the uh, the civil rights movements, that kind of thing. But even still, that wasn't everywhere. It was just hot spots, and then they calmed look down at, and they hit again. This is at, everywhere all the time. It's just so funny to watch the the room echo the chat room. People echoing what a movie told them, and they think that's true. Um, it's it's irony. Um, when you actually get down to the brass tacks and you do real research um, and you try to find out things that you can be reasonably sure or correct, there's a whole different picture. And the main picture that's been drawn here is that from a political sense, there hasn't been a damn thing in this country since before I was born that you thought you understood. Oh, there's a left, there's a right. No, sorry. Both sides plan to the same goal and we just passed the, 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 the tripwire. Um, people need to catch up here, need to catch up in a hurry. How is it that all these CEOs all step down at the same time? Insider baseball, it's always been. They started breaking the unions in like the late 80s. I think the first ones I saw Reagan made a run at the Air Traffic Controllers Union was one of the first unions to stand up and they got squashed like a bug. But that's just one small piece of it. Politically now, if you go back through time and correlate it to what's going on now, you will start to understand that the political agenda of left and right is just a put up for people who can't quite see past the end of their nose to get tied up in so that they never understand anything in this world. Because a normal society doesn't think in terms of red or blue. They think, what's best for me and everybody I know? What's best for the people I love? That would be a normal human response, not what does this group of red people or blue people think is correct. We've been totally cowed and coerced. And you can go back to the banking episode Jason and I did 1924 when we proved what the political parties were there for and who put them there. The central bank put them there. But anyhow, man. So we're just about out of time, but uh, I, I'm going to say what I've been saying, that everybody needs to keep their higher-mindedness about them no matter what's going on. Do what you can to make your own communities stronger. Get together. Do what you got to do. But keep everything positive. Don't let what the, what the bad guys are doing bring you down. And, uh, you know, if you can do anything to take back just a little bit of control in your life, such as growing some of your own food even, that's a great, great thing. But, uh, Mac, we're just about out of time here. If you want to give out uh, what you do and where people can find you, go right ahead, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's Mac, M-A-K, Parhar, P-A-R-H-A-R, uh, on uh on the crack book, you know, the CIA site, uh, FE Vancouver at outlook.com for the email and flat earth Fokker F O C K E R on uh, YouTube. If you guys want to come over there and follow me there. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was a pleasure to uh, chat with you guys. Thanks for showing up, man. I hope things uh, go better in the near future. Um, all things have their end, don't they? Well, um, I know we got to end, but somebody just sent me a link. <laughs> you know, they've doubled down. The CBC up there uh, just did an article. I sent you the link, Jason, there, um, you know, making me out to be a, a further idiot. So this is just more publicity that's going to continue. But the police of Delta said they've investigated thoroughly, and I didn't break any laws by having uh, a meetup at my yoga studio. And uh, where I reside in U.S. Minister, the police said they're investigating me as well for walking into the hospital. Um, the police have not contacted me. Um, this is just an article that got sent to me as we were, uh, you know, doing the show. So hmm. I don't know where it'll go, but um, 
it's quite interesting how they just want to make an example out of me with the, with the wording that they're using in these articles. Um, but, you know, with the support of everybody out there, and thank you for everybody that comes on to my channel in the comments with that kind of support, you know, I can keep fighting this fight because, you know, when I'm painted as badly as, as I am in this article and the other ones, uh, you know, you know, it's like taking a punch to the gut, right? But I know I've got to keep moving forward. Absolutely. Just remember that the only contagion is fear, the only real contagion anyway. Uh, I got back one of the uh, super chats here because she texted again here. Uh, Razor Queen, thank you. She says, make sure you check out the new Microsoft commercial featuring Marina Abramovic here on YouTube. What is Bill Gates saying and communicating with this mech message? And they also have the comment section closed. You know, that woman is definitely creepy beyond all belief. Uh, I know a little bit about her. I know she's the spirit cooking lady and... Yeah, there's there's always uh, some weird intent going on with these people, isn't there? Uh, let's see, we got Kylie of Darwin. Thank you for the $5 Australian. Darwin is way more advanced with what is being progressed than what people think or see in the open. The technology is being refined for the masses. Yeah, we've covered Darwin uh, multiple times. Uh, Crow, you want to make that your, uh, your last point here before we sign off? People have no idea. Um, this was all done. The, everything that happened in China was done over a picnic in Silicon Valley in 97, a summer picnic. So what I can tell you is how many people would be surprised to know that the CEO of Sun Microsystems in 1999 informed, informed the world that there was no longer any privacy. He told you the truth. No one believed him. People still don't believe him. But he told you the damn truth. All these free things we got, email and on Word and all these free tools, it was for one thing, to collect every ounce of data to teach AI. And now it's coming back to us. Um, and we're headed for a very dark kind of artificial world. Unless the godly spirit in men and women stands up and says no. It's that simple. Anyhow, thank you, Mac. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I'd like to wish you all a happy Easter. And if you live in the West and you have a spiritual tradition... Don't let go of it for love or money. There it is, man. Cheers. Cheers.